0: studying, well, I say we have, we've been hitting and missing because the Lord's been kind of intervening along the way, but I've been into the book of Galatians just a little bit, and tonight I want to kind of jump back in there a little bit, and I ain't telling you how long we'll stay there because, you know, I'm subject to ever what the Lord wants to do, but I have been, I have had set the book of Galatians kind of aside to study, you know, uh, through for a while, uh, because it just was some things in there that the Lord had put in my heart. But uh, tonight, I want to just kind of go back at it just a little bit, and I want to read uh, uh, in chapter 2, I want to read the first 13 verses tonight, and uh, you can just stay, stay seated if you want, we've done prayed, and then after, after we read the scriptures, uh, I'll let you, uh, we'll pray over it, just ask the Lord to bless it real quickly there, but I want you, I want you to just soak in, like I said, I'm, uh, when, I, when I've got so many verses, I don't like for you to have to wear yourself out uh, on your legs, but, uh, but there's 13 verses I want you to see tonight. And uh, now you hang with me on this because chapter 2 can be like, what What can you possibly make relevant to us in chapter 2? Well, just hold on, just hold on, just hold on. What possibly could this mean to us in this day? But let's read this scripture and let's, let's see what, 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 what we get out of it. So, then 14 years, Paul's talking about, after I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me also, oh, And I went up by by revelation and communicated unto them the gospel, that gospel, that gospel. Paul was always about that gospel, which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. But neither Titus, who was with me being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised, and and that's kind of what... Is the swirl on this, but it's deeper. It's deeper. It's deeper than the circumcision. And that because of false brethren underwires brought in, who came in privately to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. To whom we gave place by subjection. No, not for an hour. That the truth of the gospel, we want the truth of the gospel. Again, that it continues. That's the whole heart. That's how Paul's been always been his heart that the gospel will continue with everyone that hears it, everyone that hears it, amen. <laughs> but of these who seem to be somewhat whatsoever they were, it maketh no matter to me. God accepteth no man's person, for they who seem to be somewhat in in conference added nothing to me. But contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, and the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter. For he wrought effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision. The same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, here comes the, all the big guns, when James and Cephas or Peter and John, who seemed to be pillars, these strong men, of the church, when they perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, that we should go unto the heathen and that they unto the circumcision. Only they would that we should remember the poor, the same which I also was for to do. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I, Paul says, I withstood him to the face. Because he was to be blamed. This, this is big. Paul said, I, I got I withstood Peter to his face because he was to be blamed. This is this is this is church pillars, strong clash. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when They were come, he withdrew, and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. And then verse 13, And other Jews dissembled. They they left, they parted, they did not assemble together. Likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas even also was carried away with their dissimulation, this division. It was this big division. So uh, let me ask the Lord to bless this one more time. Father, I thank you for your word. Help me bring this clarity to this and help me bring, I feel like, what is the big picture here, Lord, as I feel like you would have me do and as you've put on my heart. Now bless it for your body and strengthen us all in it. In Jesus' mighty name. All church greens, hey. Come on, let's thank the Lord again. Amen. Never get tired of thanking the Lord. Never get tired of blessing his name. Amen amen now i want to look beyond i want to look if you don't look beyond the surface on this man you'll just get bogged down matter of fact you know what i even I, even the, the, i've read Galatians 2 so many times it's hard to even read i struggle i mean i'm not the best of reader anyway but i struggle to make to make it fit to make it flow i have i struggle trying to make it even flow you know reading it like it should be read you know dip, dip, dip. I, I struggle at it uh, so so but I want us to look beyond the surface because on the surface this just seems this just seems like it's just about something that really is not relevant to us at all today like there's this fight, there's this squabble there's this thing going on about circumcision, about uncircumcision about these things that Peter's hanging out or Peter's kind of wishy-washy actually Peter Peter's kind of like. If there's nobody here from the circumcision, I'll hang out with the uncircumcision. But now, if there's somebody here with the circumcision, I'm going to act like I don't know you. I don't know you. Uh, some's pushing circumcision. Some's not. Some saying, "Yeah, circumcision plus G." Well, anyway, to look beyond, you got to really look beyond the surface uh, of this, and, and look beyond even even all that was that was in that even in that hour. Although I think that is the is that that is definitely the context, but. It's something bigger. There's something much more here that I feel like that we can that we can use, that we can apply, that we can actually relate to. And, and here's what I see. Here's what I see. Paul, Paul, Paul brings this out, led of the Spirit of God, for more than circumcision. All right? More. It's gotta be more. Because this would have no effect really on our lives whatsoever. Does anybody here got a problem with circumcision? Problem with uncircumcision? No, I mean we don't. We don't think that's a heaven issue at all, do we? Is anybody here thinking? Ain't nobody going to heaven either way. You know, we just don't really have that problem, do we? So it's something. And and, and it, but in this, I do see a problem. In this story, in the bigger picture, I see. So I see a issue. I see a problem. And I, and when I see Paul moving, I, I see Paul. I see Paul moving for a reason I see him moving to protect Paul Paul's moving to protect if you will the health of this church and and he's moving moving in such a way really protect the the overall gospel culture of the church that's what he's after he he sees that the gospel culture of a church has come under attack with these things that's going. It's already happening. There's already dissimulations. There's also already. They're starting to dissemble. When, when we should be assembling. Especially as we see the hour. That it's approaching where we're at. Is it, that the Lord's coming. We should be assembling. With well, the culture. This church culture. Was, has, was getting unhealthy. It was not gospel healthy. And, and Paul has moved. Paul has moved. To protect the gospel health and the, of, the, of the culture of this particular church, to stop, to stop the, the division, to stop the dissembling, to stop the issues and the problems that's going on. Now, let me just say something. Maybe a few years ago, I wouldn't have really saw the importance of even that as I do now. Maybe, maybe, maybe even a few years ago. I wouldn't have seen the importance, but let me just tell you, where I stand today, I really see the importance of being healthy, having a church that's got a gospel-healthy culture, that, that, that our culture is gospel-healthy. because every church, every church has got a culture. Every church does. It, it, just because you're a church, just because, just because you're of the same denomination don't mean you got the same culture within they'd be totally different got the same names maybe got the same names on the, on the signs but but the culture inside and you can tell it as soon as you go in it's just like when you go to two restaurants that are maybe got the same names but the culture will be different in each one so some things you know you'll, you'll, you'll tend, you know it's, it's like it's like how, how many knows how many knows that that, that I because of the culture that I have been experienced at IHOP, I'm not a fan. Now, I, and I love breakfast. I love breakfast food. But this culture of long waits and bad service that I've experienced, not y'all, but me, three times. I, I give them three times. Somebody says, "Well, not every I Hops like that." Well, I tried. I tried another, and it was the same culture in the other one too. I just go, but but that kind of goes against what I'm trying to prove. Because, but every church has its own culture. Every church, every church, and 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 Paul Paul was working. Paul was working working to 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 make this one healthy. And I really see the importance now. I really see a big. What's the big deal? Is you know, like I said, uh, when 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 the culture of a church is healthy. Especially gospel health. I mean gospel health. We'll we'll dig into that just a little bit. But when it's really gospel health, here's what great and amazing things happen. I mean, it does. Great things. You know what? Uh, Ministry can happen. That's the great thing. Ministry. Where where, where there is a healthy gospel culture within a church, ministry can happen. People can. People can be touched and and God can flow and things can go on. The power of God, the power of the gospel can read. Just like we've seen in here this weekend from Saturday with the kids to Sunday morning with with the five coming and giving their lives to to Christ, that's. It was because of, a, oh, it was all good. The program was good. The kids were good. The singing was good. I don't, I'm, not going, I'm not going to remark about the preaching because that, that would be boastful. I'm not going to say it was good. I'm not going to say it was bad. I'm just going to say it was the gospel. It was the pure gospel is all that was. But here's what makes that all profitable is the culture. It was a gospel culture that allowed ministry to flow. was where there's no gospel culture. The ministry can't flow. Jesus proved that when he went to Nazareth, when he was in his own hometown. The power of the, I mean the gospel itself, the power of God was there with him. And he would have healed and touched and ministered and poured out on whosoever would have. That was what he was doing. That's the role he was in. That was the season he was in. He was doing great miracles and great things everywhere he went. Mighty, mighty things from dead being raised to eyes being healed to, to all sorts of various things but he got there and there was not a whole a healthy culture it was full of unbelief the Bible tells us and it was there he could just not do many things at all because of that culture because it was not gospel healthy how I many know that stops the flow not only in a community called Nazareth, but in churches amongst where people gather. And that's why Paul was moving so, so fiercely to come up against one of the pillars, Peter, to to get in and even to, to, to confront him in his face because there was, there was the danger of, of this unhealthy culture was starting to to take over. Can you see it? This little group, and this little group, and that little group, and this little group, all these little groups. and No, we don't like them, we don't like them, we're not like them, we're not part of that. And they were starting to dissemble. They were starting to be division. Things were starting to go on. So important. The culture. In, in, in a good culture, people grow. People can grow and mature in a healthy culture. Did you hear me? They can. They can grow and mature. It's so important that that, that this church, that all churches have a healthy culture. Why? So people can grow and mature in God. Not not get turned off or turned away or in some way pushed out or pushed away with with something that's got to do with man or whatever. No, so they can grow. So they can grow and, and overcome and become victors. and Become more than conquerors. Overcome what their issues are. Overcome the issues that, that maybe that maybe they've not been able to overcome any other way. Addictions and struggles. But it takes, how I many know, it takes a gospel healthy culture to allow that to happen. It does. It takes that to allow it. Because not and I'm gonna tell you something, not every church lets that happen. Not every church will allow that to, will not allow some folk to grow or to mature or to overcome some things. Like, I remember some, one time I, I had, I had a, a sister in this church that, 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 that wanted me to get on her husband for smoking. And I'm not mentioning no names. <laughs> and he hadn't been saved. He hadn't been saved too long. And I said, I said, I said, well let's let's just let's just hold up a little bit here. Let's let's just allow let's just allow the Lord to do some things. Let's just allow let's just let's give him a good culture. Come on. To allow him to grow. Now, I will say this. Sometimes if they ain't growed in a sometimes a proper time, maybe or something that you feel like or whatever well maybe you should say something if the lord leads go on with it but you better make sure there's so many so many toxic cultures that don't allow people to grow out of some of these things You've heard you've heard the testimonies of people that's that's gotten delivered from addictions in this church. You've heard them say it was because Brother Lee or this church or, or they didn't or she didn't. Nobody nobody judged me and they allowed me to grow. They allowed the word was always that they allowed me to grow. Now we still preach the word. And we still preach the word right and we preach it true. And we read right from the Bible what it says about some of those things. But we still allow time to grow. That's gospel healthy. To be gospel healthy, you sure got to preach the word. You still got to preach the truth. But you allow time. You allow, this culture allows people to grow. You know what happens with a church like that? Why it's so important? They become attractive. Church like that gets attractive, if I can say that. I couldn't think of no other word. I guess that's all right, ain't it? But that church, it becomes attractive to, 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 to a lot of eyes, to a lot of or ears that hear what's going on there. People people end up like or even love being there. I had several. I don't know. It was it was the word of the day. I guess last Sunday I had several tell me this that the man man they could just stay here all day. I said, well, I, you should have said we, were, we I had more. I had more. Dang on, I didn't know. I just. I finally just stopped because I, I felt like, you know, the mercy rule or something had to be kicked in or by now. Because it was like 1 o'clock. I thought, mercy rule. That's kind of the way I see it. You know, if it gets to be 1 o'clock, I just give you all the mercy rule. It does. That's what people like being in that environment, in a gospel, healthy culture. It's it's not hard being there. It's not a drudgery being there, and what what even the community respects it. Unbelievers regard it. When it's gospel, healthy, they really do. Now I know you'll have some naysayers, but but it's the truth. Overall, they like it, but this is the big thing. This is the big thing. This is why, and I'm trying to get somewhere so we can get to the end to have a little open time towards the end. But we'll see how that goes. But but this is the big thing. This, this is what I think, I, I, and I believe this too. I, I believe that that one of our our greatest assets as a church is that is if we've got a gospel healthy culture. I do. I think that is the biggest. I don't care. You can have the greatest talent. You can have greatest ability. You can have knowledge. You know what? You know how I've stayed here 25 years, as dumb as I am? This has always been a a gospel healthy culture. That's why. I mean, it didn't have to be great ability. I have proved that for 25 years. You don't have to have that as long as it's a gospel healthy culture. I remember when I first come here, green as a gourd, and and I ain't much better now. But really green in, I couldn't hardly link two scriptures together at that time because I was so fresh and so green. And I remember I, I would just, I would, you y'all, some of y'all remember this. I just, I just get up, start preaching scripture, start just say Jesus' name, and the church would go crazy. They just go wild. They just because it was a culture. I just give an altar call sometimes, just I'd just give up, and. Everybody come to altar. It's all get saved. It's a culture. It wasn't ability. It don't matter the talent. We got great talent. We got great thing. But I'm gonna tell you what: the greatest talents without the right culture. Yes, sir. The greatest speakers. The greatest minds. The greatest all these things. It don't matter without it. Our greatest. I want you to hear this. Our greatest asset, as great as Paul and all them that play, that's a great asset. We got great youth workers and great youth people and great youth things that go on. We have great fundraisers and all. It's been man, y'all been fun. Y'all been fundraising like man. We're gonna break the bank here this last month. And that, all that's great ass, but there's not a greater asset than having a good healthy gospel culture. That's the truth. Greatest asset we can have. When the pew is filled with people that are gospel healthy and want to see it flow, want to see it, whoever walks in that door, new couples, whatever, strangers, people that look different than you, people got whatever, I better be still. Whatever they got. Whatever they got. <laughs> you know, nowadays who knows what they got. Amen. Amen. But here's the real reason. Here's the real reason. You've seen it in the text. You've seen it in the text. Paul was. He kept saying, the gospel's got to continue. He kept mentioning that in, in so many words. The gospel's got to continue. It's got to continue. And that's really the heart of why he confronted Peter to his face. He, that's why he did he he confronted because Peter was to be blamed he was doing this stuff and causing this stuff the pit one of the pill, who would have thought one of the pillars but Paul confronted why so that the gospel the gospel the reason that, that Paul did that is, is, is when you got an unhealthy culture it harms the mission It's the mission that's where all this is going it's about the mission. An unhealthy church culture undermines all the gospel work. You can preach, you can preach your heart out, you can sing your heart out, you can sweat and you can toil. You could have prayed all week long. You could have you could have studied as hard. You could have found all the Greek words and all the right meaning. You could have even learned how to say it. Like I cannot. But but if there's not the right culture, all that work, all that effort will be undermined, it, and it just won't happen. You you can have a great vision and a great strategy and this great resources, and you can have all that. You can have a great message, but if you got bad culture, it's going to kill the great mission. The great mission. I'm going somewhere. I know I'm ranting and I'm beating. it. You know I'm going somewhere because I'm beating this too hard. But it's the truth. I, I would just say it's something like it's important what we believe. It really is. But it's also important how we behave. Yes, sir. It is. It is. It is. It's of a grand importance of what we believe. I'm not saying it's not. But it's of a grand importance culture-wise in this church how we behave. Because how we behave really reflects the culture. I'm talking about our attitudes, our ways, our snootiness or snottiness or whatever. And on and on and on. Amen. Some of y'all, some of y'all out there, you have seen the negative results of bad church culture. Come on. You ain't got to probably go too far back or numerous times. I've been there. I've been in them. Amen. There's just there's these negative, ugly results that come. Here's what I learned about myself out of that. I learned the healthier I am, the healthier the church is. Now, I'll just tell you something else. It goes deeper than me. The healthier you are, the healthier this church is. Amen. Now, now I know I know I have a big part on it. Because if I don't role model it to a certain degree, it really goes downhill. But you have a role, you have a part in it too. We all we all do. As leaders, whether you're titled, a lot of y'all leaders, you don't even got the title, but you're still a leader. And you help create, that's who creates. Leaders create the culture. There's leaders all over this church. Amen. 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 Now I want to say this. I want to say this. Now, why is all this? Why why am I? Because church culture is not naturally healthy. I want to say that. I want to hear you hear, hear that again. Church culture does not come naturally healthy. Church culture does not come naturally healthy. I want you to get that. It don't just. It just don't naturally happen. Church culture—you don't have a gospel, healthy church culture naturally. It just—it just 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 because we show up, just because we show up, just because we claim something, just because we we did something—it's it's, not—it's just not natural. Let me tell you, how come I know that, and how I know that to be a fact is because ain't none of us in here naturally healthy. None of us, when we when we lean on the flesh, we're as unhealthy. It takes it takes it takes a, a deliberate mind or a deliberate work or a deliberate effort. To be spiritually healthy. And and the church is like that. It is. I want you to get that in your mind. As a church, we need to be deliberate about that. We need to get the mindset that that we, we we want to be healthy. Why? Because the mission. The mission. And at the end of the day, that's all that's important. It's the mission. There's a lot of veins to that, I know, but it's the mission. Amen. A lot of things happen but we're, because we're not healthy, and we're not healthy for a lot of reasons. And I ain't got time to even go into all that tonight, nor would I want to. This is, I don't want to turn this into to, to, to a nitpicking and what all, but there's a lot of reasons that we're unhealthy. A lot of times church church health can or the gospel health of the church can be hindered by selfishness. It, it was yours you gotta, you gotta be deliberate not to be selfish because I am naturally selfish. I am. I am. Try to cut me off at the food line. I'll show you how selfish I am. I'll bump granny right out of the way. Throw her down. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, that's just that's just one thing. Sometimes sometimes it's just personal real sincere hearts, but personal agendas. You want to see church culture destroyed, the health of it in a heartbeat? Let people get on personal agendas. Lose lose the purpose, lose the goal, lose what's really the center of it all. And get 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 bent on. This is my agenda. That's it's totally, totally different than what his is sometimes. And the whole health of the church will be destroyed. Because it's different. What God wants and what I want sometimes, the agendas are so far apart sometimes. And you want to destroy destroy the gospel health? Well, just overlook his and go with yours. It happens all the time. I want to do this. Well, does God want you to do that? Well, it don't matter. I want to do it what I want to do. Overall, it's got to be, it's got to be, is it God's agenda? That's part of gospel health. Man, it is. Or how about a lack of passion? A lack of passion destroys church health. Amen. And it takes It takes takes a made-up mind. It takes it takes a uh, I'm going to praise the Lord anyhow. I'm going to lift him up anyway. I'm going to get up on my ash pile. And if he slays me, I'm going to serve him. Whatever. A lack of passion. Destroys. Destroys. How many is understanding what I'm saying about that? Conflict. <laughs> what was going on here? Conflict destroys gospel health. Amen. It does. And I know we're a people that we done got used to conflict at every turn. Every turn. But I just want to tell you something. It ought not be in the church. If we're a people, hey! If we're a people, if we're a people who's trying to promote a, a healthy gospel culture, we're people that we're going to resolve conflict. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I'm glad you came Wednesday night. Amen. Amen. I'll be all these things, and like I said, I done not went further than I aimed on anyway. Get me started. See what I do. I didn't come to really t- t- to identify those particular things. I, I, come, I come for something else. I, I really come to identify and-, and move towards a change if we need to. I- I've come, I've come to, to, to preach and promote, even out of this text, what Paul was after. It's about the mission. It's about the gospel. It's what it's about and, and to, to identify that and move towards change if we to what to promote the right healthy culture that that, that five people can get saved that ten can get saved that 10 20 can get that, that, that someone that's bound and can get healed or delivered that someone someone can get a, their miracle that someone can get a prayer or whatever that we won't be like Nazareth bound up with a nasty culture. That Jesus is there but can't operate in his power. That's what I come to do. Because you could preach all day about trying to pick out all the unhealthy. Because I've seen a few. Some of y'all have seen a few. You've seen a few unhealthy cultures. And you could identify and pick them right out. That's not even what Paul was doing. He wasn't trying to pick it out. He didn't even go very deep with it. He just said Peter's to be blamed. And he said, This is where it ends, because we've got to we've got to get culture right. Gotta get culture right. We gotta get that where it's healthy. We gotta get it where it needs to be. So this is really so Paul was first of all trying to, I feel like, protect gospel, health in the culture of the church, but then from that, I I see, I see as the Lord's put in my heart how we need to, we need to to work to even go beyond and create, create gospel health culture, a gospel healthy culture that we need, we need to even go beyond, and that's kind of where I got hung up at, was about trying to create and trying to, Build this culture. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that in the next few weeks. I just want you to dwell on that. Because that's how that's how things, things, it's important things should be thought about. And, and if it was so important that, that Paul would, would stand off with the pillars of the church, Peter and James and the others, it's important for us, enough for us to think on it. And dwell on it. how can what's my part? What can I do? What are some, what are some things? And here's here's the key. Here's the key word in it. Here's the key word in it. Because if you're going to create culture, there's going to have to it's going to have to come from from values. Something that's really important to you. Something that's strength to you. Building a culture, it it, it, it takes values. It does. That's how cultures get built. Cultures get built because things are important to people. That's how cultures are created because they are important. These things are important to us, Amen. wherever the culture. Amen. Whether good or bad, that's the way they get created. In this world, you see the culture we got? the reason why we got that? Because those things are important to those people. And it's the same thing in the church. Things that would be important to us. And, and I I just got a couple things here I wanted to, to rattle off to you just to give you things to think on. Just to give you things about, so we can build, we can build this, this, this culture that's so healthy that God can just flow. And God can just move. And the reason I'm preaching it on Wednesday night, because this word will start. Some of these Wednesday night leaders. Come on. It's where it'll start. I wouldn't preach this on Sunday morning. Because is where it'll have to start. Amen. You'll be the ones that change this culture. That's the truth. Amen. Amen. Well, well, first of all, I want you to think about it. Here's, this is something that should be supreme value. And it's what we've been talking about. It's what Paul was even fighting about. Or fighting for was the mission, or Christ, or the gospel, and here's here's what you have to say. Here's what you say: Am I creating that kind? Am I am I am I advancing? Am I helping, or am I about, or am I about advancing it? Am I using my support, my energy, my work? Am I co-oping in the? What am I doing to advance? Because that's what creates the culture. It may be simple things like even praying or 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 witnessing or or what even in church in this culture in this setting. Just believing God or saying things of encouragement. Not a dead culture when it comes to the mission. Amen. Amen. I think this is a value that helps create a a strong gospel, healthy culture, and that's we we pursue spiritual health. We pursue uh, in the pursuit of, in other words, am I living? You want to create the culture? You want to create? Am I living today that'll make my tomorrow better? Amen. Am I am I moving towards? Sanctification in a greater light, or holiness. in it, am I moving? Is it? Am I pursuing spiritual health? It creates a culture. i gonna tell you what: when, when folk, when folk are pursuing a holiness, when folk are pursuing their sanctification, when they're pursuing spiritual health, it creates a culture. Amen, amen. This is a big one to me. I, I, it should be to all of us. But pursuing spiritual. spiritual things, power, spiritual, his spirit, the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, the gifts, the ministry of, uh, the ministering of, seeking, promoting, always seeking, always after, hungering for, pursuing, desiring, as Paul preached it himself, it creates a culture. You, that's one thing that's one thing I feel like we could definitely improve it's seeking God in his move God in his spirit God in, in whatever capacity he wants to manifest chasing after hungry for if nothing else every service man arms up, hearts open do what you want to God. That's the culture I'm talking about. Not, move me if you can. (laughs) Let's see if you can. No, hungry for it. Hungry for it, more and more. I ain't got it all. I've not, never, I've not, I've not, I've not indulged in near, near enough of these gifts or these callings or these manifestations. I'm hungry. More. That's culture. When a church is like that, when a church is hungry, desires when it's people healthy. That's it. It makes us healthy. It creates a healthy environment. What I'm talking about, Amen. Along those same lines, on the other side, there's this: it, I should be battling or warring with mediocrity, or or passionless, or, or or dead church culture. That's what that's what we should be about. Now, like I said, I I I know sometimes you know you're down or you're wore out or you're this or you're that. Still, still he's. He's resurrected. Still he's king. Still he's Lord. Still he's all powerful. Still he's all knowing. Still he blessed you. Still, still he's given you hell. Still he's kept your family. Still he's helping you. Still, still he's gonna come get you. Still, still he's got a place reserved for you. Still there's heaven. Still there's a salvation. Still, still on and on. There's still so much. Man, we should never, we should never have a culture of oh, it's just old dead Wednesday night. Blah. I know y'all don't I'm just preaching (laughs) but that's what I'm saying you know because it, it comes against the mission it hinders the mission you can sing the best song the very best song and if we got the wrong culture ever preach a word, you think, my God, this is going to move heaven and earth. And it might have, but the people sure didn't move very much. (laughs) Heaven and earth probably did shake because it was God's word and they recognized God's word. The creation recognizes God's word. The heavens surely recognize. But it's this culture Amen. We should war and battle against that. That should be our mentality when we come in here. Amen. No, I'm not talking about faking it. I'm talking about being real. He's God. It's not faking it. I don't you don't fake that, man. You come in here, he's still all powerful. I feel like crud, but my God, he is some kind of God. He is some kind of awesome. He's some kind of king. Woo! I can work myself up in just about a skinny second. Woo! It don't take me long at all. Amen. I've preached in some dead church cultures before. Amen. Amen. I had to work myself up. Amen. Amen. I told you that time I preached at this one little church. It was a, one of the seven nights and seven nights. For some reason, I felt led to do it. I don't know what it was after the first night, but I felt led. I, the first night I preached, and I thought, oh, God. I did. I thought, oh, God. And I, I, told, I told him I'm going to be here seven nights. It was a dead church culture. And I was preaching every, I, shall, I preached everything I know the first night. I thought this'll do it. Nope. This will do it. Nope. This will do it. Nope. And I thought, I gotta come back six more nights. Man. But let me just tell you, I, I laid on the Lord that night. And that ended up being a great one because let me just tell you what. I'm gonna tell you when you lay on him, it got it got it got awesome. It turned into a great, a great revival in the end. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Another another. A couple more and I gotta let you be. I gotta let you be. Another more. A couple more. I believe this. If you want to create, and this is so important, man, we need to hear this in this hour. We want to create a great and healthy gospel culture in this church, and as far as that goes, in our own life, it is always take the low seat. Man, take the low seat. Even if they want you to take the high seat. No, no, no. Take the low seat. Serve. Be like Jesus. I didn't come here to be served. I come here to serve. I'm going to take the low seat. It's not about me. It don't matter what you do for me. I've come to do for you. Hey, take the low seat. What a culture. You'll You'll create Wednesday night leaders You'll create such a culture by always taking the low seat. going will serve. I don't want to be lifted up. I ain't gotta be lifted up. I don't expect to be lifted up. I don't expect to be served. I don't need to shine. I don't care. I don't and that's you know what? That's how I ended up in ministry. I didn't even want to shine. I said, Lord, I don't want to shine. I'm gonna carry these tables and these Bibles and these chairs for this other man. That's, I'm good with that. I'm a, I followed him across the seas to, to a couple of little countries, and I said, I'm great with this. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even want this. Let me stand back here and do this stuff. I'll tear down. I'll put up. I'll do whatever. <laughs> the Lord sent me to walk, <laughs> But I still don't want to shine. Still don't want to shine. Don't want to shine. Let somebody else shine. You've heard me say it. There's a lot of other folk that can shine much better. I know that. And I always question the Lord about that. Amen. Take the low seat. Always take the low seat. It makes a healthy church. Amen. Healthy church. Amen. Healthy people can get saved in that kind of atmosphere. Great things can go on, ministry can happen. No, you. Would you like this? No, no, you. You take this. No, 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 you. Oh my goodness. Amen. 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 I got. I got to finish. I got to finish. I believe this with all my heart. You got. You got to choose. Choose to trust. That, nothing creates culture. A gospel, healthy culture. Like choosing to trust, and I'm talking about God. And when I say that, you're really choosing to trust those that comes in this house. You, you're choosing to believe the very best. You can't have a healthy church culture unless everyone that comes through them doors, whether you know them, whether you know their history, whether you know their past, whether you know what they're going through, whether you know what's going on with them right now. you you, you got to trust God. you got to trust God and believe the best. And you know what? If you really trust God, you can believe the best about anybody that walks through that door any given day. No matter how many times they may have done or how you don't understand, you don't understand. No, 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 you don't understand. You've got to trust God if you want to build a gospel, healthy culture. That God can move in this moment. And change lives. Change lives forever. God can work in that. He can work in it, and he does work in that. Last one, last one. This is just, this is kind of a country one. This is kind of a farming. I had somebody tell me this. I was talking to a guy that owns a company here not long too long ago, and this stuck in my mind because he found out I was a farmer. And and once again, I'm not trying to toot farmer's horns or nothing, but, but he had a point. He said when he's hiring, he, he hires a lot of people. He said when I'm hiring people, and I found out they're farmers or something like that. He said, "I hire them." I said, "Really?" I said, "Well, I said that's good to know." He said, "Oh yeah, I hire them. You know how come? Because they can make it happen." <laughs> he said, "That's why I hire them. They can make it happen. Because whatever, whatever's going on, whatever's needed, whatever's happened, they can make it happen." And I'm just gonna tell you something. If you want to make a good gospel culture in this church we need to be people that can just make it happen whatever it is whatever the obstacle whatever's going on, whatever's happening whatever needs to be done it's like my old saying, we'll do something we'll just do something, well this is tore up, that's tore up this ain't working out, well just get your guitar out Paul and just cut everything off and we'll do something, we're just going to do something we're going to praise him, I don't know we're going to do something make it happen just make it happen. Becoming make-it-happen people. Just go make it happen. Whatever it takes. No matter. Make it happen. That will create a very healthy culture. That's, that's what the New Testament church was about. We'll just make it happen. They didn't have no structure. They didn't have no organization. They didn't have no building. They didn't have no denomination. They didn't have no resources. They didn't have this. They didn't have that. They just made it happen. Made it happen. Thousands got saved in days. Making it happen. I want you to think on those things. I want you to think on on, on what it's going to take. What it's going to take. What it's going to take for you personally. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But think on it. Put your heart to these things. Put your mind to these things. See what's your personal place and part. And go beyond mine. But, man, the values, values that create the culture to help promote, not hinder, the mission, the mission.